Chapter twenty two of the Venerable Don Bosco, the Apostle of Youth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Venerable Don Bosco, the Apostle of Youth by M. S. Pine. Chapter twenty two Don Bosco and France. Up to his last years, Don Bosco was accustomed to visit regularly his institutions in france they had no revenue except public charity and the fathers confessed that each visit of his was to them a harvest while everywhere he enlisted new cooperators his life during these visitations was full of activity after his mass and breakfast the house was crowded with visitors whom he received till midday dinner over he again gave audiences generally from one o'clock till eight he took his meals with the community where he was always cheerful and witty after supper he attended to his correspondence the mail brought him daily a hundred letters or more and he scrupulously endeavoured to answer all an italian and a french secretary read to him the letters ordinarily and received his instructions as to the answers which were read aloud to him the next morning and signed by him he was consulted by persons of all ranks on the most diverse subjects for his judgment was regarded with unlimited confidence he retired at eleven o'clock to spend no doubt hours of prayer and close union with the holy spirit after the long day of labor for god's glory from his seminary life he had limited his hours of sleep to five my mother taught me to do with little sleep he used to say and one of his disciples tells us that he often contented himself with less than five hours adding the most almost incredible fact that two nights of the week he slept none at all in eighteen eighty three he extended his travels through france desirous of doing all the good possible ere his health which was already perceptibly weakening should fail utterly in avignon the house where he was a guest was besieged in spite of the watchfulness of his host pieces of his soutane were clipped off his relics for he was everywhere venerated as a saint well if my soutane is cut he would say with a benignant smile i may hope for a new one while awaiting dinner one day at the st peter's patronage Lyon, a salesian house don bosco expressed regret that the fathers had not as yet erected a chapel more worthy of their eucharistic guest a mr Michel present showed him a plan which the architect had drawn at an estimate of thirty thousand francs but you will hardly get that sum now father he observed we have had many collections and lotteries for charity here this winter nevertheless persisted the father i would like to have the money to-day i feel ashamed of so poor a chapel dinner was announced at dessert the attorney of the house arose and addressed don bosco father i take pleasure in informing you that a charitable donor left thirty thousand francs with me for you to-day praise to our lady help of christians exclaimed don bosco with clasped hands and eyes raised to heaven those present were astounded at seeing in the offering the exact sum required on the feast day of the rector don ronchal march nineteenth a number of gentlemen dined at the oratory the conversation fell upon an addition which was needed at the printing-house how much will it cost asked one ten thousand francs was the answer only that said the lawyer 
taking out his memorandum we are ten here not counting the reverend fathers i open a list and head it with one thousand francs the paper was passed around and in a few moments the whole sum was subscribed the apostle of turin while collecting for his own multiple charities often accepted invitations to advocate the cause of local orphanages or other institutions dependent upon public aid on one occasion while speaking at lyon a few considerations of his produced a powerful effect after expatiating on the words of the abbe bossard for youth he proceeded to point out that children are god's favorite hence the necessity of guarding in early childhood the innocence the virtues infused into the soul by the beneficence of god in the sacrament of baptism then passing to social life he continued if youth is bad society will be bad to save society then youth must be protected do you know where the salvation of society is in your pockets these children whom the patronage and workshops receive want your help and await your alms if you repulse them and abandon them to communist theories they will come to demand from you one day the money you now refuse not with hat in hand but knife at the throat perhaps with your money they will demand your life his arrival in paris was greeted with almost incredible enthusiasm a thaumaturgus a saint the italian saint vincent of paul is in our city was the cry everywhere for a fortnight he was the lion of the day he preached many sermons in paris commencing in the church of notre dame des victores skeptics were moved innumerable remarkable conversions followed in the great city crowds of the faithful congregated wherever he was expected and waited patiently long hours in order to see him and get the blessing of a saint in eyewitness writes i have never seen him in his orphanages among the priests he educated but i have seen him among the multitude who knelt at his feet kissed his hands bent for his blessing but what charmed me most was the humility and modesty of the object of this demonstration who accepted none of it as his own but referred all to god and the blessed virgin he a peasant's son remained so and sought no other prestige he attributed all that he accomplished to our lady help of christians to her intercession all was due he passed along doing good and devoting himself to all without choice without predilection a memorable feature of don bosco's stay in paris was his meeting with the celebrated apostle of africa the founder of the white fathers cardinal le Vigere, who in the church of saint pierre pronounced a magnificent eulogy on the italian apostle and his works of which the cardinal had seen the humble beginning in turin addressing don bosco his eminence said i live in a country where st vincent of paul was carried by force and held in slavery during two years now another st vincent of paul is wanted in tunis brought by love not by force this st vincent of paul is you reverend father with your religious family half italian half french you will accomplish better than any other the necessary work of peace and conciliation your place is waiting for you father of italian orphans i appeal to your heart you have already responded to europe and america here is africa presenting desolate children whom your heart is large enough to contain don bosco could not resist this appeal 
but it was many years after his holy death that don rua his successor was enabled to fulfil his promise to cardinal la vergere and found a house of salesian fathers in tunis among the many prodigies wrought by don bosco during his journey i must relate one touching in its simplicity one day shortly after his arrival at nice he had said mass in a convent near the railway station when a son of the official a boy of seven who had never walked without crutches was brought to him by the mother who begged him to bless her lame child willingly answered don bosco i give him the benediction of our lady help of christians and stroking the boy's cheek he repaired to the end of the parlour come to me now my little friend he said but without crutches let them fall don't be afraid no do not give him your hand the little one paused while his mother encouraged him timidly step by step he approached don bosco who then told him to go back and get his crutches in the excitement of his new-found strength he ran across the room caught them up and rushed to the station whirling them in the air to the wonder of the passers-by his mother pale with emotion followed saying he is my son don bosco has cured him this miracle was witnessed by don ronchal several religious and some ladies who had come to consult don bosco End of chapter twenty two